What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Jiu-Jitsu Radio. Before we get the party started, I just want to say thank you very much to everyone that's been supporting the podcast. If you like the podcast and you like the stuff that we're putting out, please hit the notification bell, hit the subscribe button. You can find us on iTunes, on Google Play, on Stitcher, on anywhere you get your freaking podcast. We're on there. But if you're watching us on YouTube, don't forget to hit the bell. Hit the subscribe. Ding, 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 ding. Get your ding dong on. Um, also, thank you very much to everyone that's been supporting us by purchasing the t-shirts. Uh, make sure you send us photos of you guys rocking the shirts so we can share it on the podcast. I appreciate it. If you want to know where you can pick up your shit the fuck up and roll shirt or the roll shirt or uh, the, uh, the ranked t-shirts that we have, go ahead and hit us up on Instagram at Jiu-Jitsu Radio. The website should be up in the next week. Promise. And uh, everything else will be on there, so we'll make things much easier for everybody. And don't forget, you can follow Sean at Gorilla Boy BJJ. You can follow me at Sonder Marketing, which I would have fired you because a lot of I have a lot of uh, behind the scenes. I think stories. you need to change that name. Why? It's just not like catchy. I don't give a fuck about catchy. I know, but you it's need, about it's for what I want to do. Mm, I do whatever I fucking want to do. It, it's it's. Uh, I'm happy for you. We'll talk after. I'm sure, yeah. We'll talk after. Good. Let me know how that Gorilla Boy thing worked out for you. Works out well. Yeah. I only know two other people with the shirt. Oh, I didn't. It wasn't my idea to make the shirts. And I'm not a salesman. Well, then, if you're not a salesman, you're going to give me I know, But I know what sounds good. And Sonder Marketing is terrible. Okay. That's why there's like three other people that have been fighting for my name. I got company. Crazy. First one on first one on the on the market, baby. Uh, don't forget also to check out our sponsors. Chocaloha.com is the website to get some of the raddest jujitsu gear. The right, rash yeah. cards. It's rad. It's pretty like, rad. I got do you, did you get the rash card yet? You didn't get the new rash card yet. I got the old black one. I didn't know there was a new one. Yeah. Yeah, you saw the new ones. I don't know. The awesome new ones that I'm always rocking. You can see the uh, the rash cards at Chocoloha.com. And because it's the holidays, you can get a discount. Now i got to check it out. Go ahead and check it out. I think they might be sold out because you waited too long. Don't wait too long. Go to Chocoloha.com. Use the promo code Jujitsu Radio to get 20% off your entire order. If you want it by Christmas, you better get your order in now. And uh, don't wait till the last minute because they do have limited supplies. It's a it's a small this one? company. Yeah, I got that one. Do you? I competed in it back in the I summertime. I don't pay attention to you. I you know the one where I beat the guy in the cage in less than a minute or no. two minutes. Yeah, you beat the the blue belt in in the cage. Less than two minutes. Okay, wow. I'm happy and I was for playing it. with. It him. took you two minutes to beat the blue belt. Sorry. Anyway, chocolohot.com. Oh well, you know it doesn't take me three years to beat the blue belt. I bet you could. Um, Jujitsu Soapco is also another company that sponsors us. And you should check them out, jujitsusoapco.com. When you use the promo code JJRadio, you'll get 10% off your entire order. They are stocked up right now with some of the sexiest scents that you could possibly find. And their bars are limited. So go get them. Get yourself something nice to, to give to the family. They make great stocking stuffers. You can also get some for yourself. They got bath bombs, hats, T-shirts, you name it. Jujitsu Soap Co. Use the promo code JJRadio at checkout to get the discount. And don't forget to check out GiraffeChoke.com. When you use the promo code JJRadio at checkout, you will get 25% off any order of $99 or more. They got some new designs coming out pretty soon, so don't sleep on it. Make sure you sign up for the newsletter as well, GiraffeChoke.com. Uh, yeah, I took the hat the other day. It came into the studio. But the heel hook hat. The Superman punch hat, the flying knee hat, all the stuff that you see me rocking or you see some of the pros rocking. Uh, Bellator fighter, undefeated Adam Borix. He rocks it all the time as well. You I wonder, can get I wonder yours. if he's going to come up with the flying high knee. Flying high knee? Wow, that's the third time you made that joke. Flying high knee. Yeah, we're going to keep on going. Giraffechoke.com. Use the promo code JJRadio at checkout. And with that being said, we're going to get this party started. You can't knee the best there is plain and simple i mean i wake up in the morning i piss excellence and nobody can hang with my stuff just stealing Woo! wheeling dealing living being right jet flying thumb of a gun and i'm having a hard time 
luckily we didn't get any of your talent speech on, on audio, but I got it on video and audio, so you're good. Speaking of which, talent, keep talking. I got to get a drink. Um, yeah, you know, not everybody is born with this kind of a voice. Son of a bitch. People. We got raided. Who's we? We did. What happened? We, there's no more drinks. There's oh, no more you got water right there, homie. Yeah, but it's not bubbly. Oh my gosh, you're 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 so bougie. I I am. You're Listen, so bougie. I don't give myself a lot, and bubbly is the only thing I pride myself. This is, this is so all cheers. I need. Cheers. Cheers. How was your uh, Thanksgiving there, bougie? Oh, it was awesome. I uh, I actually uh, Friday I got to train up in uh, Asheville at ATT Asheville with uh, one of Steve uh, Steve's friends. Right. Uh, Sean Dillon, guy was awesome. Super nice people. At uh, shout out to ATT Asheville, you guys are rad. Hopefully you're listening to this. If not, but uh, dude, he's got such an un- or unorthodox guillotine game. It was like my whole game. I was the whole time I was rolling out of stuff into another form guillotine. of guillotine. It was like a bad nightmare. So he had like a good flow. Like oh, dude, he, he was, it was, it was fun. It really was fun. It, was it one of those things where like, you're like, what the fuck? Oh, like he showed just... me, he showed me this one thing. It's, it, it's like a one arm guillotine mm-hmm. with a chin. Oh, it's so stupid. With the chin? You hold the, it's a chin rip, you know, you get the chin strap. Oh yeah. yeah which yeah. I told him, I go, I don't tend to do that because I hate when people, people do, do it, it to me. Yeah. So, so there's things that I won't do. Because I hate it when someone does it to me, and I don't want to open the door. But if it's in a tournament. Tournament all day. Yeah. You know who does that is uh, Gabe. Purple Belt Gabe. Oh, Purple Belt Gabe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, we were talking about it the other day because we were talking about all the different versions of the guillotine that people we know. And, like, I always talk about um, Jay-Z's guillotine game. He has a, a very cool a little setup that he does, and it's just straight. You know who does that. has a sick one? Yeah. Um, Apparently is Rodney. Brewer. Oh yeah, you didn't know that he's got this ten finger. Uh uh-uh, uh man, I've Rodney is not one of the people I fuck with. He's not like that's he's he's a sleeper. I call him the sleeper cell. He's a sleeper cell because he never has to brag about it, but he pulls these like weird random old school just fucking moves. Like oh yeah, by the way, I used to do this to people. Like, well, he's a black belt, even though he doesn't like, have a black belt. He's no, a black belt. Yeah, he's a black belt. He he's got enough grappling under his belt but that's the funny part is that he'll never say anything he'll never say any shit until like it's like okay you want to be an asshole okay why don't we go roll let's go like if you're gonna talk about it be about it yeah rodney's the man that was at combat club today oh yeah would you go train over there yeah wednesdays and fridays i try to go for lunch uh, I'm, I'm i'm going back and forth because it's working better for me on thir- Wednesdays and Fridays. Right. So the Tuesday and Thursday thing at George's isn't always because uh, I do podcasts at work on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Right, right, right. So it's harder to get away. Yeah. But uh, um, on the days that I can do it, I'll go to George's because it's a lot closer. And yeah. I love George and everybody Yeah, but Combat there. Club from your office, the Combat Club is in. It's not Crazy that much track. farther. It's yeah. it's it's another block yeah. technically. Yeah. Yeah, no Comic Clubs uh they got some some good killers in there too. The the noon class at uh at Excel can definitely be uh it can it's not touch and go. It can be Well, you can walk in there and there row. can be 12 people. Yeah. Or you can walk in there it can be four. It's just It's a new class. You, it's how noon yeah. classes go. Yeah, but it's definitely it can definitely get to where it becomes like a murderer's row kind yeah. of thing and you don't even realize it. like, "Oh, yeah, everybody here seems nice." Oh, speaking of murderer's row, uh we had a promotion today, so shout out to Brandon. I don't think he listens to the podcast, but he got his purple belt tonight. Brandon. Uh, oh, Brandon. Yeah, Brandon. 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 Uh, ultra marathon runner. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, that kid, that kid, that kid is a savage man. He got, he has one speed and if you're not careful, yeah, he will jack your day up. Yeah. He's definitely got a good aggressive game and he's getting more jacked. I noticed he's gotten more jacked lately. So he's he's, he's doing less of the running and more lifting. I talked to him one day. He's like, yeah, I'm not doing, you know, I'm not doing the running that I used to do. He, yeah. he still has cardio for days. Yeah, no, he's he's in awesome shape. So shout out to him, congratulations to him, man. I fucking last two weeks I've had to train with Kamaru, and it's funny because obviously I'm not going hammer. The guy's sitting there, gonna fight next week. 
but even last night and it's funny because we were going he's like i need someone with size i'm like fuck and like look at me i was like how much how do you weigh he's i forget what he told me how much he weighs but he's down there he's close to like the fight weight i'm like bro i'm 222 right now he's like are you i'm like yeah he's like all right let's go I'm like fuck. his man. hips are so fast yeah that's yeah. What, I, what you know last time i rolled with kamaru i was like like, because it's it's hard to sweep somebody with fast hips. Yeah, because they react. They so re- quick. recover. They react and recover so fast. Yeah, it's like son of a bitch. He's his sprawl is is savage, man. He's he's got the old school kind of Kenny Monday um, sprawl. You know, like how what Kenny Monday used to do, like. He he actually is the reason I don't I'm not saying it's Kamaru but the, when Kenny Monday was the coach the wrestling coach he was the reason why um, Eddie Alvarez had to pull out of a fight because he got knocked out like the week before he got knocked out in like practice like in sparring because he went in to shoot on someone and they sprawled out and Kenny Monday's thing is that he throws the hip in so he doesn't just sprawl. He fucking smashes his hip into your face because that's like your hardest bone. So straight into people's faces. So that's from what was told to me. That's what happened to Eddie, why he had to back out. I forget what fight it was. Um, Kenny, Kenny Monday is another level of, of savage. Yeah. He's, you know, and, and, and speaking of ex, ex uh, Black Zillion coaches, you know who else was a savage was Mario Sperry. Yeah, he still Dude, is a savage. He used well, yeah, he still is, but like he was he he was older than all of these guys by at least 20, 20 to twenty five yeah, yeah. years, maybe more with some of them. Yeah. And he would still fuck them up. No, and he was he was doing the practice with them. Yeah. Like whenever it was like conditioning or whatever, he was doing the same practice with them. And I love that. I love that I have a photo somewhere of George with mario like they were talking but it was that day that was the last time i saw him training training with the guys and he was going with fuck man he was going with tiago and i forget who the other person was but he was lighting them the fuck up he was lighting them up and like when they were grappling like striking going into the grappling man he was fucking lighting dudes up i think i I think it was a mistake to to the the problem with I guess we're getting into this, but I think the problem with the Black Zillions and why why they fizzled out uh-huh. too many Chiefs, not enough Indians. There, I, that was there was a there was a lot of um, politics, right? For sure. There needed to be one guy, yeah, and no no fighter should have had any contact uh, yeah. with Glenn. It should have just been. If you want to talk to Glenn, you go through the head coach. Yeah, well, because of my relationship with everybody, I don't like to talk about, like, all the stuff that I do know. That's just out of respect for everybody and, like, and obviously my friendship. So, there, yeah, there's it's a whole level of politics. Of, right, like, right. No, I, and I know the level of politics. Yeah. So it's like, like I, I saw it happen. I saw it, like, if somebody wasn't happy with something, they would go to Glenn and it'd be like, yeah no it was it was a lot of like i'm gonna go tell i'm gonna go tell dad on you yeah kind of thing but and it should have just been if glenn was smart and he was a smart man don't get me wrong but i mean if he was smarter about the team yeah he would have made one person the captain and he would have said talk to him uh i'll i'm gonna take the the dan lambert route on this one and i'll say like i'm i got nothing to say about a dead guy like i'm not gonna talk about the dead guy, I got my own opinions of, of Glenn, so I'm not gonna. Well, talk no, about he was he was a he was a nice guy. Like I said, I I'm, but, I'm not gonna get into it because I have my own opinion of it. So right. I'm gonna go the Dan Lambert right on that one. Um, so what you got to go train? Yeah, trained trained in uh, Asheville. Got uh, class started at eight a.m. Eight a.m. and I was an hour and a half, well, an hour and ten minutes away. Late. So I had to wake up early to get oh. there, um, but totally worth it. The guys at uh, was it Ashland, like an hour and ten like away away, or was it because you had to go down the mountain and? Well, no. If it, if it was by the you know if I got to do it by the crow flies, right, probably would have taken me forty minutes. Oh, that's maybe so half an hour. Far, but right. it's like 
the the thing is the road there's no straight roads in North Carolina. Yeah. It's like you're going. It's like it takes me it takes me fifteen to twenty minutes to get off the mountain. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. then I have to then it's another, you know, hour or so in. So it's like it takes me a while just to That was like my trip. I remember when I went to Montana when I won that trip to the Marble Ranch when we landed and we got on the bus to go to the ranch to like see that that crease in the mountain over there like yeah it's like if we could go just straight through there we would be at the ranch in 15 minutes but we can't and we got to go around the mountains so it's going to be an hour like fuck <laughs> man but it it worked out yes but that's, if so that's if one anybody, thing that we had the bonus of here anybody who's in Asheville or that area stop by see the guys at ATT Asheville it's super you know, super welcoming. Was just, Steve up there? No, no, no. I but a not, really nice facility, and they're redoing it. They just yeah. put mats up on the wall. Um, like, they redid the whole thing. He's doing a dress-up of, of the building. That's cool. Um, How big is it? It's, it's uh, it, you know what it is? It's like, remember Atlanta Skateway? Yeah. It's one of those buildings. That's right across the street. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, no, uh, no, no, it's down the That was the palace. The palace. Yeah. But it's the size of a of a big skating rink. Yeah, and, it's a big gym. Yeah, and they have um, they have a gym. They have like an actual gym with weight equipment. Right. Uh, they have a boxing ring, but it's not like a raised boxing ring. It's on the an on the floor boxing ring. Right, right. right. Then they have wrestling mats, uh, where they have like a, like two guys that wrestled from at Iowa as yeah. the coaches. Oh, that's cool. And then they have a you know a, a regular like MMA mat kind of an of an era uh area too it's so crazy right when you see like when you go into random gyms in the middle of nowhere and there's these guys that are total just savages just, just top monsters. level people and then you're like what the fuck are you doing here in the middle of fucking nowhere? well here's the thing sean Dillon, the he's the owner yeah um he's one he's one of the coaches but uh dude he got his black belt in three years from laborio he went yeah. from white to black yeah, yeah, yeah. in three years yeah from Laborio, who's you know, yeah, Laborio is not like that's jujitsu royalty. Well, jujitsu royalty, and he's not one to hand over belts. Yeah, if you are if you earn a belt from Laborio, you earned a belt from Laborio. Yeah, there, there's there's no politics of like, oh well, you know, it's just yeah. to entice them. To super, but super nice guys. I can't. Next time I go up there, I'm definitely going back. Yeah, um, I did Nogi that day. Um, How far is? How far is that from Raleigh? It's way far. Far? It's like four hours away. Fuck, damn. Because I know I'm probably going to have to go up to North Carolina in the for next the, few months. For the uh, UFC is in, in January, right? I think so. No, but I'm not going up for that. No. I wish, but no, I gotta, I'm gotta. i going to have to go up there for, for some work stuff probably pretty soon. And I've never gone to Asheville. I've always wanted to go to Asheville. Asheville is friggin' awesome. Yeah. I, I fit in the... I've, here's the thing is I fit there like I... I thought like, you were gonna say I fit in the mountain. No, I fit. I fit there. Like I thought, I fit here. I fit better yeah. in the mountains. Yeah. Though I don't want to give up surfing. You get to hang out with all the bears. Which kind? The bears, bears. Bear, like the kind that'll rip your face off, bears. Well, I mean, it depends what kind of bears you're talking about. <laughs> there was no bears, but I saw a lot of deer. It was deer hunting season. Yeah, dude. So my uh my mom's best friend who was our neighbor growing up uh, um Joe and Ellen I haven't seen them in years but they're like she was like a second mom to me growing up like um I was always over at their house and um they came up on Friday mm. uh, I was leaving on Saturday but they came up on Friday so Joe can do some hunting because my uh my uh stepdad put a deer feeder up they have 25 acres right he goes out and about 30 minutes later we hear a shot mm. he hit two deer with one shot yeah no that's they were standing right next to each other he fired he got them both were they at the feeder they were at the feeder that's a little sketchy why there's a big uh ethical thing about that i don't i don't see anything ethical unethical you don't but that like within like actual hunting and like no no because depending on what you're doing the hunting for 
They why do they? We're not hunt? talking about we're not talking about sport. We're talking about no, no, like, I know, that's the setup. Like they, you're everybody does it. I don't not saying they don't. And plus, at the end of the day, there's so many fucking deers. Like they, they have they wouldn't thin, fucking matter. They, well, that's the whole thing is they have to do this. They yeah. have they have to. Thin you see their the herbs. zombie deers? You see that shit that's going on there? No. You haven't seen that? No. That's a whole big issue now, man. There's um there's like a disease going on where they'll get like fucking all sorts of stuff like growing on their face. Like type it in. I think uh, Renella posted something about it like a few months ago, but just type in like zombie deer disease. I'll, I'll tell you what I did. I did. I did see something. There was a. Um, so it was going around on Facebook. Oh, geez. You see it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they, they get like these weird diseases and stuff. Like to the point that, like, if you see it, like, I think they kind of want you to shoot it immediately, and they have to. You can't even like burn the body or anything like that. It's like super contagious for the deer. But um, dude, so and just, it can go to and and it can go to humans. So when you cook the meat, they might not even have it. So you might end up eating it and then kick the bucket. So I I was looking, just happened to be looking at Facebook and this picture came up there's these two kids that injured a deer and these two little psychopaths started stomping its head Shut up. ripping its antlers off like it was where disgusting. was this um i want to say let me check my yelp because the one parent On yelp well i'll tell you why the one set of parents uh owned a restaurant oh so people have started ripping apart the restaurant on yelp yeah, oh dude it was it was getting uh it was getting hammered um let's see uh devil's devil's lettuce i think it was just devil's barbecue or something like that that's that explains a lot about the kids um so were they like brothers or were they just friends? No, they were friends and and um they uh they ended up like and they said, Well, we had shot it and we didn't bring a knife, so we didn't want it to suffer. Shoot it again, dum dum. Sh- yeah, shoot it again. Yeah. If you and and who goes hunting without a knife? How do you expect to clean and dress? Well, a how deer? old were they? Teenagers. Oh yeah. And and the one the uh, I, think I don't was, think I want to say it was in Pennsylvania. Yeah. And the one parent the the parents are getting uh the 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 are they getting ripped apart? I'm getting sure. ripped apart on yeah. Yelp like one star reviews everywhere. I mean I just that's something that's just fucking wrong. I like it. that I can't stand. Yeah, it, it was I was just I didn't watch the video because I I couldn't. Um, so what they were stomping on and ripping out of Tandlers, and they were saying, "Oh yeah, we were trying to put it out of its misery." And they're misery. laughing and, film and, and, and uh, filming, filming it. it. Well, that was like remember they had the we had the shark one. Yeah, it, Pennsylvania tortures teens torture. Yeah, they look like a couple of uh, they're little psychopaths. Not jobs. And and. and Remember well. Remember we had that with the shark, and they like they found the guys that yeah, were yeah that like, dragged like, those sharks. Yeah. They're dude. It's one thing. Do you ever see like the the guys down in Mexico that that um, go hunting for shark with cats? No. Did I ever show you that? No, I don't want to. I that. I have. Where do they put? They put a hook around a cat. Live and, cat. That's like that's what they would do. Like man, this was this was a few years ago. I forget how I found it. I think I, I found like a random article and it was on uh, LiveLeak because LiveLeak, they just post whatever. And it turns out these guys would just go pick up stray cats in the town and then they put them out in the boat and then they take these rich dudes out to go fishing and you would see them just take this little kitten. Man, it broke my heart. And they just put these giant shark hooks chuck it in the water. So you just hear the thing like screaming in pain. It's uh. waddling around and the shark just... Hum comes disgusting. in, and it's funny. Out of the whole thing, the shark is the most humane thing in the in the whole yeah. sequence of events. Yeah, people are fucked up, man. I, it, I really believe if you can, you can just not kill an animal, but if you can treat it like it has no soul, or soul, or like it's no like, value, no value yeah. at all. Yeah, where you can torture it or do something like that. 
you have a problem with your soul. Well, that's the the issue actually that's going on around right now is the whole thing with Michael, Michael Vick. Vick. But here's the thing with Michael Vick, he's done his time. I don't care what anybody says. He done he's done his time. He gives money to these to to uh, all kinds uh, of dogs. Let me things. ask you a question then. What if he had done that to Petey? He didn't. But what if and he didn't do it to anybody's dog? He did it to his dogs. I mean, it's still a you dog. can't you can't ask a question that's an impossible answer. He would never do it to my dog. He did it to his dogs, and then what happened was he got caught. He went to jail. He did time. Uh, he has done a lot for the animal community since that. I don't even care about Michael Vick. Right. My problem is people that just don't let people's past go. And like it's like people go. I'm like, well, are you so were you like So were you okay with uh, convicts having the right to own a, uh, or I'm sorry, having the right to vote now? Like I'm if, fine with it. I'm fine yeah. with, with, after you do your time uh-huh. and you're back in society. What about like owning a gun? I'm fine with that too. If, if you're an American uh-huh. and you've done your time, uh-huh. Own a gun. If you make another mistake, you go back to jail. So only if you're American? What if you're like a resident alien? No. Why? Because the Second Amendment doesn't apply to resident aliens. It applies to American citizens. Well, they're living in America. They are a resident. Residents are not citizens. Eh, they're not protected by the they're, anyway, they're not protected by the No Constitution. one gives a fuck about that, any of that shit. We're here to talk about something else. We're here to talk about some jujitsu. I'll save the the fight. Uh, I'll save the the fight uh, predictions for the end here. Um, Polaris happened. Didn't get to watch it. I know you didn't get to watch it either, but we did see the results. I saw highlights. I saw highlights. Luke Rockhold lost by decision, which was a it was weird. Um, it, well, it wasn't weird because Nikki uh, was close to take or kind of took him down, almost taking his back. I had to. Point. I had to see. I only saw the highlight of. Um, of Luke doing like this weird spin to try and like get him off because they were they were wrestling for all intents and purposes the whole match and then Nikki ended up with double unders and just picked him up and slammed him super quick and I'm about to sneeze and I'm trying really hard not to rub your nose you can't do it <laughs> bless me. you thank you um, yeah so I can't really comment on on what happened I'll tell you what match. was impressive was, was seeing Luke kind of muscle. Nicky Rod, yeah, Rod around a little bit yeah. in the beginning. I think that might have been like a little bit of surprise because that's more muscling than he Pe- even got well, at ADCC. Well, yeah, people don't realize. Like again, unless you've rolled with Luke, you don't really know how strong he well, is. Well, most people don't realize that he's he walks around at like two twenty, like two. Yeah, but he's strong. Yeah, he, I know plenty of guys at two twenty that aren't strong. Oh, for sure, he is strong. He's he's that's a big man. Like you don't realize, from and you don't realize how tall he is. Like he's yeah. well, he's like six three, or six two almost. almost no, he's six four. I think he's my height. I think he's my height. He's six four. And he's just he's you know he's long and lean, but he's hard. He's what I wish it could be. <laughs> just uh, just Jack. I just want to be Luke Rockhold Jack, like not Polo Ralph Lauren Luke. I want to be like I want to be Polo Ralph. I want to be Strike Force Luke. I want to be Polo Ralph Lauren Luke. I, you can't. All you got to do is do that serious face like you're pretending to be. I have a, a couple of photos of him training. That man, if you looked at it, be like, for sure, he could go and be like the next James Bond. He's got the look that you could pull off being the next yeah, James but, Bond. Yeah, but yeah. He would look like uh, the Timothy Dalton. Um, no, he could, he could totally be in the movies. Yeah, he could definitely If do he it. could act. I don't know if he can act. I don't you think, think he, he can act. act. I don't think he can act. You don't think so? No. Like, what would you, if you could, let's do this. If you could put Luke Rockhold in any movie, like replace any other actor, what would you put him in? Batman. Like the original Batman or Dark Knight? Either or. He could be, he could play Bruce Wayne easy. You think so? The way he looks, yes. He would definitely do, he would definitely do better than Ben Affleck. I think, I think Ben Affleck did fine. Well. And I'm a cop, and I'm a comic book fan, so uh, I'm going off what I You can be a comic book fan, but as a fan of film. Ben Affleck no, but is you, garbage. you're tainted. I'm, what I'm saying is, is he stayed true to the Batman character. That's what I liked about Ben Affleck's uh, turn. Yeah, that Batman didn't, was that very didn't really stoic. worked out for him. I don't disagree with you, but that didn't really work out for him. Yeah, and out of anybody, I, was doubt, all, I doubt it didn't. I'm sure he got paid. Oh, I'm sure he got paid. You're so get it paid worked regardless. out fine. 
He got paid regardless. Doesn't mean the movie was any fucking good. I thought. I thought. I think even Kevin Smith was like said that it wasn't that. Well, good. no, no. Here's the thing. Uh, Batman vs Superman. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I what me be I have a nostalgia because I they basically took the storyline from uh, the Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. And made it into a movie. That one was meh. It wasn't bad though. Yeah. Um. It wasn't my favorite. It didn't touch. It, but to be honest, it didn't touch a Marvel movie. I think yeah, that was a more of a a fan film. It was to get Justice it out there. League. That's gonna be good. Was better. Yeah, Justice League was better than Batman vs Superman. Um, but again, they can't really touch the Did Justice League. Come out. Yeah, yeah. Justice League came out a long time ago. Why am I thinking? What am I thinking? I'm thinking of a different movie. There's yeah. supposed to be another one that's like all of them together. I don't know. But that one came out. Well, The Birds of Prey is coming out soon. Right. With, with Harley Quinn. Yeah. Do you see the cartoon? The cartoon supposedly is doing really good. No. They have the Harley Quinn like cartoon in there. And I don't even under- I don't understand why people love Harley Quinn so much. I think it's just like having a badass chick. That's like a little psychotic yeah, and then like sexy. Yeah, no, I get that. It's like the same like, reason why Catwoman was really like. But she, it's like it, it's like bandwagon. To yeah, me. I think you know so. what I'm saying. So it's like I'm just like listen. Like, no, if he did have a hot girl play it in Suicide Squad, yeah, nobody would know who she. was. That was very. I knew what was going to happen when that movie came out. You're going to start seeing some very unhealthy, larger women dressed up as. And you Harley did Quinn. for Halloween, uh, like that. That Halloween. Listen, everybody, you do you. You do you. But let's let's you know, like I said, I'm not Luke Rockhold, so I'm not gonna be walking around like I got a six pack like Luke Rockhold. So you know, but hey, you do you, whatever makes you happy. I think we should dress you up at next uh, Halloween as Harley Quinn, and you can crop top, tube top. Can you walk uh, around the tube top? I'll give you a couple. It would of be bucks. funny to to dress up. As well, you have the, the you went out on the beach in like the pink speedo and tutu, so it's there was not no tutu. It's not like it's beneath you. Yes, there was one there, a tutu. No, there was no tutu. It there was, was a frilly shirt. It was a frilly belly shirt. Yeah. I think I think that's going to be our intro. Our video <laughs> intro, just you with the shake weight. Doing karate? Yeah. Uh, fuck, now you got me off track. Anyway, yeah, so Luke lost by decision and Gilbert lost by decision. Again, I didn't get to watch either one of those matches. I've actually been studying more than watching all the newer matches. So I guess that's on my to-do list for the weekend. Um, I don't have Fight Pass, so I can't watch it. I have Flow. I'll just give my password. I like Flow better. Flow's got way more information. Yeah, Flow's gotten a, a lot better on stuff. Um, Fight Pass, man, it's like on and off. Sometimes they'll have awesome events, and other times it's kind of like it's a dead I don't for a even, while. I don't even know why there's a Fight Pass anymore. If none it's of the, just for the library. It's, it's just, just for, for the library. And I don't even... Who cares about old fights? I do. I love watching the older fights because you'll find some older fights, but then you'll also find, um, man, I'm trying to think. You'll find like jungle fights. You'll find like the old pride fights. You'll find like tons of other fight ones that you might not even have remembered that fucking happened. And then they have like now they're doing a lot more focus on grappling. So you'll find a lot more of the older grappling matches. Um Quintet's going to be on there. That's another thing I didn't get to put on here that I wanted to talk about. Quintet's next week. I might actually fly out to that in Vegas. Because remember, it's the the different um, organizations competing against each other. Yeah, yeah, I hate Vegas. Uh, I'm not a huge Vegas fan, but it can be fun. But 48 hours and I'm done. I can't. I did Vegas for 11 days. Can't. If you go outside, outside of the strip, it's not bad. It's really nice. It's hot and everything's the same color. Like yeah, that's the part that bugged me like, too. Like I, I just, it's just, I am not a desert person. Yeah, I am water or mountains. I am not desert. I can, I can appreciate it. I can appreciate the beauty of it and stuff. And if you go more into like the, the mountainous part of the desert, I guess where they have the different plateaus and rocks, it's really pretty. Like well, Red Rock. Well, no, that's Colorado. Red Rocks is Colorado, but they have um, Red Canyon, I think it's called. Or something yeah, yeah. Like there's some. I knew there's something out there that yeah. was red. That's where we did the uh, the photo shoot for Flex. Um, that Ryan took the photos of. They're like they're, I guess, famous photos. You could say. 
Um, but it's pretty. It's really pretty out there. It's super sketchy. Did I ever tell you that story? Yeah. Where I fucking ran up the mountain? Yeah, never doing that again. Um, but it, yeah, I can't do it. But to go as a watch that, I'll definitely go out there and do it. Quintet. Uh, was it four or five? I don't know. Um, but yeah, so I got to watch the Polaris. The other thing that's going to actually happen in, uh, that we have coming up is the Third Coast Grappling. That one I'm actually intrigued about. I've gotten more and more intrigued about the Bo Nickel against Gordon Ryan match. Wait, Third Coast? Third Coast Grappling. What's the Third Coast? You never heard of Third Coast Grappling? I've heard of it, but I want to know what the Third Coast is. It would be downside the Texas area. They call that the Third Coast? That's what they're calling it. The Gulf Coast? Is that what I guess it's the Gulf? Well, you get the Gulf and the Pacific. No, that's that's not the coast. Oh, Texas didn't hit that. What the fuck am I talking about? Yeah, yeah. it's the Gulf. So it's got to be. So we have the we have the Atlantic, the Pacific are the two. The third one would be the Gulf, the Gulf coast. coast. Okay. I well, gotcha. technically, Florida has the Gulf Coast too. Yeah, we have both. So yeah, third coast grappling. Um, Gilbert is going on that one. If you look at it, Gilbert's three weekends in a row is going to be competing. He did Polaris last weekend. Where was that? That was in the in Wales. Um, this week it'll be in Texas, and then next weekend he's got the Vegas one. So he's just finishing the end. He's going to be in the quintet? Yeah, yeah. He's in the quintet. For the um, UFC? For the UFC. I forget who else is in the, on the UFC team. i got to figure it out. Uh, they haven't really talked about it that much for whatever reason. Um, but Gilbert is going up against Edwin Najmi. Um, and then Romulo Baral against Jake Shields. Ooh, that should be interesting. Yeah, and Bo Nickel against Gordon Ryan. So before we dive into it, Gilbert against Edwin. Who you got? Oh. I will say as much of a fan as I am of Edwin, and I'm not trying to sit there and just be uh, obviously just rooting for my boy because I would do that anyway, but in a neutral view of it, I still have Gilbert. Edwin hasn't beaten people really in the higher echelon. He has. He did He did really well. Uh, was it the last? He lost both matches at uh, at ADCC. Um, he I forget the other like bigger names that he's competing. And again, I'm a fan of his. I love his style. He's he's a showman for sure. Um, I'll take he I'll take Edward just to be on the opposite side, but okay. I'm not going to root for him. Okay, <laughs> that's fair I'm, enough. I'm, I'm rooting for, I'm rooting for Gilbert, but I'll take I'll take Edwin just because we need to. Uh, I'd I'm rather us- up. I'd rather us be apart than the same. Javier Barral against Jake Shields. Oh, that's good. that's a harder one because uh, I'm going 100% Jake. I'm going 100% Jake. Because again, Barral dropped out of ADCC and because of knee issues. In the meantime, Jake was over at Donahers ripping people's knees apart. Well, I'll take I'll take Romulo then. I can't I, I it's hard to go against Romulo. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's one of the best of all time for sure, but I'm going with my boy. And Jake has been fucking killing, like, s- fucking big names for the last three years now, four years. Like, once he got out of the, the UFC and uh-huh. he's just been focusing on grappling, man, killed it at uh, Submission Underground and all these other matches he's been doing. And then Bo Nickel against Gordon Ryan. I can't go against Gordon. But do you know about the rule set? There's a specific the, 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 the like, so uh, no leg locks. There's no leg locks allowed, and there's no pulling guard allowed. So they have to start standing up. He has he has to grapple and start standing, which which that's a if, stupid thing because all Gordon has to do is let him take him down. Right, exactly, and it's IBJJF rules, so there's a point system. I'll I'll still take Gordon. I don't disagree. And here's the thing: this is the the reason why. Because a lot of people just automatically look at Gordon and think leg locks, but a majority—he's no, a, ba- he's a back taker. He's a back taker and a choker. A majority of his wins have been through back takes. Yes. If you look at his fight history, a majority of those have all been from from uh, back take submissions. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm gonna have to go with with the homie Gordon Ryan on this one. Um, yeah, I can't I can't bet against. There's a good possibility that we end up tied on this one. Yeah. Just from the way, because, listen, 
I would easily put money on that one. Which one, Jake Shields? Oh uh, no, the Bo no. Nickel Gordon Ryan. I you could easily put money on that one, dude. I, when we're done, when we're done with this stuff, I got. I got there was a new thing that I, one of my old school skateboarding pages done. Uh-huh. That's awesome. I think more people should do it. What's that? Well, let's let's. You can say, well, we're done with Third Coast. You can throw it in there. Well, let's let's go with. Uh, Keep going. Let's get, let's get the fight stuff out of the way. Then All right. We'll, well, the next one is AJ Agazam got um, has a fight coming up now against uh, Adele uh, Altamimi. At Bellator 238, which... His uh, first fight was not good. He lost the first one, but he won two after that in a row. So he's he's getting the hang of it. But Adele is also a grappler. A majority of his wins come from submissions. So this one on the ground should be interesting. So it plays a little bit more into AJ's favor so he doesn't have to worry as much about the striking. Which, well, no, that's, that's nine times out of ten when there's two good grapplers. They Like, look at Kron and, and Cub. They're both good grapplers, and it ended up being a kickboxing match. Yeah, but I don't think AJ would end up sitting there and, and putting that strategy. Here's the thing. AJ's I think good. Adele would. I think Adele would. AJ's good, but I haven't seen him win anything big other than IBJJF Worlds, I think. At Black Belt? Yeah, I think he did. The Nogi. The Nogi, yeah. yeah. But I don't. You know what? Did I tell you? I thought I was sitting next to Clark Gracie at ADCC. I think I was sitting next to Clark Gracie. I couldn't tell if it was him. It was like a, a guy. I'm like, that's got to be fucking was Clark Was he a Gracie. handsome devil? He was a handsome dude with a smoking hot wife and two kids. So I'm know. like, I can't tell if that's Clark. I was like, ah, I wanted to say something, but whatever fucking happened to Clark Gracie? He still competes. He's he's doing master stuff now. Is he? <coughs> Uh, all right, so let's get into the uh, the fight predictions. Carlos Condit against Mickey Gall. Oh. oh, this is UFC. This is for this weekend. Next week we'll get into. Listen, yeah. this card for this, this weekend is actually a fucking yeah, pretty it's a, sick it's a, card. It's a fun card for a free for free fights. And listen, it's it's very. I guess it's not because it's the end of the yeah. year, so they definitely want to put in a show. But it's going to be a fucking tough couple of weeks to have this card and then next week's card. So Carlos Condit against Mickey Gall. I'm gonna I'm gonna be dead honest with you, man. Mickey Gall is gonna eat him alive. I don't think so. I don't think, I think you eat so. Carlos Condit alive. I think so. I think Carlos doesn't have it in him anymore. And I mean, don't I have the poster up of him? I have the I have uh no I have that at home still. I have a signed like photo poster of Carlos. Carlos Super was nice a killer. Guy. Yeah. Um, and then he got hurt and had to take a lot of time off and he took a lot. He took like, he got hurt a couple couple of times. times. Um. And then he got with Ido Portal, or no, not was it Ido? No, I'll take I'll take Carlos. I don't want. Oh man, I'll take it. That's a bold move, Cotton. Yeah, <laughs> bold strategy, Cotton. Tiago Alves against Tim Means. That's a good Ooh, fight too. That's, Jesus, that's gonna be a good fight. Jesus, that's a hard fight. I saw Tiago a couple of weeks ago at the at ATT when I was in there taking photos. I'll go Tim. You gonna go Tim? Man, see, I would probably go with Tim too, but I'll go with Tiago. I'm a fan of Tiago. I think he's a good dude. No, he is. He's a great dude. Rob Fun against Ricky Simon. Remember? Ricky Simon's the guy with the mullet. Crazy mullet, yeah. And he's good. He's fucking solid. But so is Rob Font. So is Rob Font. Uh, I think their record was the same. Uh, I I'll can't ta- I, You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take mullet. I mean, I'm, I'm going to go I'm, with the mullet. Yeah, you're not doing anything different than me because I'm definitely going mullet too. Aspen Ladd against uh, Yana uh, Kinitsukaya. And Aspen is the one that had the issues with the weight cut. Remember, like, there, she was basically on death's door. Toss up. I don't know anything about either fighter. I'll go with, uh, I'll go with Aspen. All right, I'll take Yana. She sounds Dagestani, so I'm gonna go with the t- or, or Armenian. Armenian. Yeah, forget uh, Struve against Ben Rothwell. Oh Jesus! This is gonna be a fun card. That's gonna be yeah. I'm I think that's you, a re- co- isn't and this a- isn't even everybody. This isn't everybody. Is this yeah, a rematch? Uh, Struve against Rothwell. Yeah, I don't think so. Oh man, this is a hard one because Struve is a friend. Yeah, uh, but Ben Rothwell. Rothwell was on a tear for a while, and then, then he, he lost, and then he got popped. Right. And then he took like a year off, 
And then ever since he got popped, he hasn't been as good. He hasn't did looked he, as did, savage. No, he hasn't looked as savage at all. I think he won his last one. He did win his last I one. Got to double check. Let me see. Um, while you try to figure out what you want to say, <sighs> that's a tough one because I am a, a Stefan's a friend of mine, and I really like the guy. I definitely want to see him go out on a high note. But is this his last fight? I don't think so. I mean, the last one he remember he retired, and then he came back in the cage, and then like a year later, um, he's back. So let me see, Ben Rothwell. I'm gonna go. You know what? I'm gonna go. You know what sucks, dude, is for his entire career, Stefan hasn't really like reached his ultimate potential. Do you know what I'm saying? Like he's never fought. With his whole seven foot frame. Oh no, Ben! Ben lost his last three. He lost to Arlovsky. That's right, and in, uh, in July. Yeah, but it was a real close fight. Decision. It was a decision. Yeah, all three were decisions. But he had to go against Junior Dos Santos, Blago Ivanov, and Andre those are three, Arlovsky. Those are three killers. And listen, from seeing Ivanov in person, five feet away, man, the dude like he should have won the last fight against uh, against. Uh, uh, Derek, Derek Lewis. I, it was close. It was close. I I don't think so, man. The first two rounds was a hundred percent Blagoy because he I, was piecing him up pretty good. I don't know. I think they're both getting. A, dude, his head must be made out of granite because mm-hmm. Derek caught him a few times. No, and I was tough, like, dude, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Stefan. You're gonna go Stefan, man. Uh, let me see. Sean's going Stefan. Here's the thing. I love Struve. I think he's an awesome guy. He's an, a, a great, great fighter. But if he doesn't have his aggression level up and he's just out there just for fun, it's not going to play out well for him. It never plays out well for him if that's his mentality. Um, I haven't seen him. I haven't spoken to him in a while. So I don't know how it's, it's going to go. Oh, man. But if he can fuck up anybody, he can definitely fuck up Ben Rothwell. That's really kind of the way that I see it. Because I've I've never been too, too impressed with Ben. And when I was impressed with Ben, I don't know when I was positive. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. That's the problem. Well, Ben was good. I'm going to go Struve. What was that? It was... uh, Can't can't go out on my boy. What was that? um, What was that one? IFL. Ben Rothwell. That's where I first learned about him. IFL? Yeah. That's way back. Well, and Struve won his last fight um, in February uh, with an arm triangle. So uh, I'm going, no, I'm going with, with Stefan. I'm going with Stefan, but he's, he definitely gets, takes more damage than he should. All right, next one, uh, Marina Rodriguez against uh, Cynthia Carrillo. Cavillo, Carrillo? I think it's I think Cynthia's the savage. Yeah, she's like even calling out like Paige. She's talking tons of shit about Paige fans, which yeah, I, th- I think is hilarious. Is Paige even fighting anymore? Yeah, she's got a fight coming up. I forget with who. She it's not a good fight for her. It is not a good fight. She's going to get mauled. Uh, I'm going Cynthia. You know what? I'll pull a your card on this one, and I will go with Marina just for poops and giggles. And then Overeem against Jairzinho Rosenstreak. Oh, that's the black dude. Yeah. Oh, that dude's a savage. You know that Overeem is the 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 best striking percentage in all of the UFC I in all be of surprised. UFC history. He's got the the. The, the highest uh, striking percentage or the most accurate striking percentage. Yeah, that but that dude is a like got power. Yeah. Who did he just knock out? Jarzinho? Yeah. Uh I forget. Uh, let me just look it up. Good luck typing his fucking name though. Um come on. Do, 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 do. Where are we going? UFC on ESPN seven. Yeah, just take me to the card, bro. I got him. You got him? Yeah, he he knocked out somebody like fast. Um Yeah, he's undefeated. 
He knocked out Andre Arlovsky 29 seconds into the first round. Yeah. Is that the one where he fucked up his nose like super hardcore? I don't know. He beat so he beat Andre Arlovsky. Uh-huh. Um, he beat him 29 seconds of the first round. The fight before that was Alan Crowder. He beat him in nine seconds of the first round. Yeah. And then before uh, that? He beat Junior Albini. Okay. Second round, 54 seconds. Junior Albini, is that the baby guy? Uh, I, I think, think so. Yeah, that's, a, the, that's the baby guy. By the way, that guy's got baby feet. He's got little feet? He's got little feet. Little feet and like little hands for someone that size. Nice guy, but little feet and little hands. Is he even in the UFC anymore? Think so. Says so. He only so uh, beating face Mauricio Green. He lost by a TKO in the first round. Um, Miss Mar- Martial Arts record. Oh no, I doubt he's probably out. He only won. He won one fight in the UFC, and then he went on to lose four in a row. He lost to Andre Arlovsky, Alexei Olenek, uh, Rosenstruck, and then Maurice Green. Yeah. So and that was that was in June. Yeah, he he'll he'll he's probably gonna have to go back to the drawing board. Let's see what he's doing now. Let's I'm going Rosenstruck. Rosenstruck. You, it's hard to bet against a guy with that much momentum. But Overeem has gotten so much better, man. Like, I understand that, and b- dude, believe me, I get it. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, oh, he's still that top team, huh? Oh, that was in January. I guess he hasn't posted in a while. Let me see. Who's uh, a top team? Uh, Albini. Uh, it doesn't look like it. I think he's back in Brazil. Where's he at now? Yeah, he's... Uh, I guess he's... Yeah, he's doing future MMA. I think that's what it's called. Oh, well, more power to him. Uh, man, but Overeem's gotten so much better. Well, then go I with think, him. I just... I go with feel, him. Like it might go, you know what? Yeah, I'll go over him. All right, I'll go over him. I think over him. And, and Rosenstruck could it could be the hype train, kind of like. Um, I don't think it's the hype train because listen, I mean, no, Rancher, he's got power for he's days. He's got fucking power, but Arlovsky also doesn't have the best chin anymore. Like it's kind of. Yeah, but he's knocked everybody out. Oh, like he's. I think he's. Let me see here. Um, let me see the record when you pull it up. Okay, so let, let ready for this. Yeah. So just his, just his fights. Um. First fight, KO. First fight was a KO in round number one, two minutes thirty six. Second fight, against the same guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, first round, two minutes and five seconds. So he beat his time by thirty five seconds. Right. Uh, third round KO. Uh, no, in the first round, no time. Uh, fourth, no time. Fu- no, no time. Oh, it just doesn't. Yeah, say. It just doesn't say. Fourth, fourth, uh, fourth fight, TKO. First round, no time. What's well, a TKO? So it could be like a stoppage. It was a stoppage. Um, fifth fight. Um, went the only time he's gone the distance. Uh, won a split decision. Sixth fight, ten seconds, KO. Ten seconds into the fight. Ten seconds into the fight. Seventh fight. Uh, uh, KO or uh, TKO in round number two mm. after a head kick in the in the heavyweight division. Yeah. Uh, eighth fight. KO nine seconds into the first round. Man, and who then the fuck? Was the ninth fight is Andre Arlovsky. First round, twenty nine seconds. Who's managing? Overeem now. Let me see. I have no idea, but that's <laughs> dude is dude has got. Oh man, he had a five year layoff. So he was 2012, 2012, then 2017, 2017. So he took like some time off. Kick a kickboxing record incomplete. So his kickboxing record is that explains why why Overeem took this fight. Because he's a kickboxer. So, yeah, I think he's trying to go back to his old school way. Because if it's a kickboxer, he doesn't have to worry about. Which doesn't matter. Overeem's got good ground game. He does have a good ground game. People don't realize that. Oh, man. Yeah, kickboxing-wise, this guy's lost a couple of times, man. Decision, decision, KO, decision, decision, KO, decision. 
So he, this guy is not he impervious. Got KO'd? Yeah, he got KO'd. Um, so it's not like he's impervious. So well, then go with our. our I am. I'm going with Overeem. Definitely not going with Arlovski. Listen. To yeah, he's not in the fight. Yeah. Um, personal life: false arrest and suspicion of smuggling drugs. Nice. Didn't know about that. Combat career. The age of 17, Rosenstreich started training in a gym called Rens Project. Okay. That's probably why he's just man. There. He lived in a poor country. I want to say it was like. Where was it? It was what was the country? Was it Guyana? That he lived in? Yeah. Where's uh, he well, come from? I can tell you right now because he is born and raised from Suriname. Suriname, right? Man, yeah, he's a uh, he's a uh, he's not impervious. I'd have to watch the fights to see which ones he lost to see like what it is. But yeah, for sure. Then there's a bunch of other people that have taken into decisions. So he's not. Isn't that isn't that where Tyrone's from? Suriname, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, he also just got a, an award the other day um, for uh, I forget what the hell the award was for. He actually called me up. He was uh, he he asked me to go and take photos of uh, of the award acceptance, but I, I just couldn't make it. And it was uh, too last minute. Which I apologize. I wish I could have gone, homie, but couldn't happen. But next time, promise I'll be there. Um, so what were you going to say now, now that we got these predictions out of the way? Um, so the skateboard, one of the things that I belong to is like old school skateboard decks. Right. And it's something that, that I've that never... Group s- that I told you about? No, different one. I got all, I, I, I belong to a bunch. Yeah. Um, the one that they're doing, and I'm like, this would make sense for geese. People should start doing this for geese. But it, I, it's funny, the whole that whole show your old... Trade and sell yeah, is yeah. a dead website. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nobody cares about show your roll anymore. No, nobody. Um, it was cool when it was hot, though. Yeah. It was fun. I made um, my some good money. But uh, what they do is they say, okay, I have 22 slots. Each one is 10 bucks, So you can buy a bunch of slots, and then they pick it by random. Uh-huh. And whoever wins... Gets the board. Gets a choice of board. Like they put normally like four bo- four or five boards up. Yeah. First guy gets gets a board. Second second winner gets like a, a set of wheels or something mm. like that. So it was just it was pretty friggin' cool. Oh, you got to give me that. That'd be cool to sign up. So it's just ten bucks. Well, no, it's just it was, they do it. Some sometimes it's sometimes they just show pictures of the of the board. Like a lot of it is just like showing old school skateboards. Right. But. Sometimes the guys are like, "Well, I'm cleaning out, yeah, yeah. so I'm going to do it this way." And I just thought it was a cool way to do it. Yeah. So like, you can buy, you can, you know, you put in fifty bucks, you get five slots out of twenty two. Right. That increases your chances For huge. Sure. So, and then they. But then, for, what keeps someone from just being like paying and buying all of them? They could. That's a dick move, though. Yeah, but if you want to pay, you know, normally that's uh, two hundred and twenty bucks for a skateboard deck. That's ridiculous. There's some skateboard decks that cost that much. I remember there was the, I think it was the Sean White. There was like a Sean White skate deck that had a thin layer of graphite inside of it to give you more pop for like ollies and stuff like that. It was like a cheap board. I forget. I'm pretty sure it was the Sean White one. And that was 200 bucks. It was like 150, 200 bucks. Just because it had a one thin layer of carbon I wouldn't buy. I would not buy a skateboard unless it has... The only reason I buy these skateboard these boards that I have is because they have memories from when I was a kid. Yeah, like I buy memory boards. Yeah, that's what I, was, I thought you were gonna say because today on like the board group that I'm on, they uh, I guess people started receiving these uh, collectors boards that they put out. So they actually have the new Powell boards, like the 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 I earth, think, like not the earth, but like the. The wood finish, like it's not really painted all the way. No, 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 no. They were like just remakes of the original boards. They were like just reissues, but it was like limited run, like the original like Tony Hawk board or the original um, Peralta boards and stuff like that. So they were just all up there. And actually on the surfing one, there's like a, the vintage uh, surfboard group and everybody collects like the vintage boards. This one guy made a board with channels in the board. Like, think of, like, a race car where it has, like, the intake 
that's what it looks like. And it's pitch black. I got to show you a foot. It looks fucking dope. That doesn't make sense. It's an experimental. The guy just put it together. He he did the whole. Um, it would seem like the rail would cut in too hard. If you cut in too hard, to me, you, you would, would go probably flying. catch. But it's not on the bottom. It's on the top. And the board's a little bit thicker than usual. So it would literally, like, if I can even draw it. So the side, like, let's say if you're looking at it from the side, it would look like this, right? And then here is where the channel starts. So this is all like a tube area that molds into the board. And then it just carves into the tip. So it's almost like a Formula One car kind of thing. It looked cool. Whether or not it would work, I think that it would just catch. Yeah. So in theory, what his idea was is that when you're, like if you were going down the wave, the air coming in would give you more traction pushing down like a race car would. But it might stick you right, right. Stick your if, nose right but if into it's open, water. it would, you're right. But if the, if you're going too low, that's what I said. So who knows? It hasn't been tested out yet. He's going to post up the. Hey, like, shit. <laughs> like, I couldn't get further than five feet. Have you bought any other boards? Um, I have the Nottis. The Nottis was the last one I bought. I'm looking, I'm still looking for my first, first skateboard. So, the Nash board. Did um, I ever show you my Nash board? No, but Madrid's coming out with the, uh, the Back to the Future, Velterra. And with all, like, the actual Marty McFly skateboard that he had. Yeah. Like, done exactly. Like, you could buy the exact replica of the Marty McFly Velterra. But in a skateboard form? or a just... skateboard. No, no, the skateboard. The one that he skated. You know the one that he skated to school in? Right. That one? That, uh, that, that was one a Velterra. And, right, right, right. And they're, they're, Madrid is coming out with a new. Oh, uh, I would definitely. But, like, board. all the way done up just like it was in the movie. Like, uh. it's got the truck uh the truck covers on it yeah yeah, yeah. it's it's like it's exactly like it was in the movie let me see if i can find the nash skateboard man like i still remember two it's the eric nash board to this day oh my gosh this is oh i have this is exactly my board this is exactly my board oh yeah yeah yeah. i remember those man this guy's got it up on sale for 20 bucks dude this is well the top of mine was pink it was like a hot, hot pink, but this is exactly my board. Man, I might have to snag that one up. Yeah, the last board I bought was the Nottis. Um I don't know. Like, I, I think I'm pretty much, like, I have everything I've ever wanted. The one board that I want is a Dogtown, and it's the, um, I think it's an Eric Dressen. Uh, it's got a really funky shape to it, and it's got, like, uh, Japanese artwork on the bottom this of it. one. That was my board. Yeah. That was my first skateboard. 100 bucks. What an asshole. Oh, it's got stickers on the bottom. Dude, this is 100% my skateboard. I might have to get that. Sorry, keep going. Um, The the one that I wanted, it, 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 but it's more, I want it more for the art. Um, It's, it's like, it's got really funky shape to it. Yeah. And it, uh. See if I can find it here. No, these are maybe it wasn't Dressen. Maybe it wasn't Eric Dressen. Um, let me take his name out of it. But it's like it was a really cool board, and I want it so I can hang it up on um, on my wall. I want it. Yeah. I want it for art, and uh, like I've seen it. Those, those are like the kind of items that whenever I'm traveling and I'm going to like small towns, I'll go running into to Goodwills and, and thrift stores and stuff like that to try and find it. Find like and an I old vintage almost store. bought it. It was at, um, they had it at Shred Shed once. Oh, I remember you telling me about this. What the heck is it called? Of course, now you can't find it. You can never yeah. find something when you want to find you it. Just look it up on Google Images. Yeah, but it's like I'm doing Japanese, oh. and it's not coming up. You know who just called me? Uh, our homie JT from Australia. Oh yeah, how's 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 the old um, uh, what's the Jugo? Jugo, go. That's actually who's gonna call me up about their. Um, I think he just got the uh, the decks and stuff, so he's super stoked. Here to it is. Talk but to I me about it. the one that 
The one that I saw is in oh Aaron Murray. That's what it is. Uh-huh. Okay, let me put that in. Um, I the one I saw is in black and it pops so hard. Um, yeah, here here it is. Here it is in not in black but in blue. But oh man, is is that not art? Yeah, it's funny because the shape of the board. Reminds me of the the Pitbull skateboards from yeah, Back yeah, to the Future. Yeah, 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 from Back to the Future. Yeah. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, and I've seen it once. I've seen one of them in, at Shred Shed, and I never, and I was like, oh, I need to buy this, and I didn't buy oh, it. Well, it's got like a mixture of everything that you like anyway. It's like it, like a an homage to the Great Wave of Kanagawa, and then like the Japanese lettering, and then the original... Uh, Dogtown logo and yep. stuff. It's like everything. Yeah, it's like everything that like art style that you dig, and then the little Back to the Future reference to is kind of dope too. What Back to the Future? The shape. Oh, the, yeah. Oh man, I like it in green. You see the other photos that they have on no. here? No, the one the, the one that I really like it in is in black. Oh, uh, I thought we were didn't we we talk about this guy like a long time ago? I want to say who? Air, uh, Murray. Murray. Yeah, I want to say maybe. All right, we got to get going. It's getting late. I actually do have to pick up this call from uh, from our homie JT. Oh, there it is in black. Look at that. See yeah. Hops. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's the green one. See, I don't know if they can end up seeing it. You never know. Yeah, you can see it. That's pretty cool. Look at that. Art, baby. All right. That's it for us. Please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you follow us online. Gorilla Boy BJJ. Jiu-Jitsu Radios for the podcast. And Sonder Market is me for... All the behind the scenes at all your favorite fighters and jujitsu guys. Oh, and uh, I just released the photos for the Tatami catalog. They released the catalog. So if you want to check out how the photo shoot with Gilbert and Herbert and everybody went, go check out Sonder Marketing. Buy a shirt, hit the subscribe button, check out our sponsors, Chocoloha, uh, Jujitsu Soap Co., and GiraffeChoke.com. And we'll catch you guys next week. Peace. Peace. Here's the deal, I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence, and nobody can hang with my stuff. Kiss stealing, woo, wheeling, dealing, limousine right, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators off. <laughs>